This is Story Quest. Today's story is The Midnight Ponies. Bella was very excited. Her cousin Dina was coming to stay, and her mum said they could have a sleepover in a tent in the garden. It had been a long, hot summer, and the grass was perfectly dry, and they wouldn't be cold. And if they were, well, mum said they could just come back indoors. Bella and Dina had no intention of coming back indoors. Dina, in particular, was thrilled at the prospect because she lived in an apartment high in the sky, whereas Bella's house had not only a large garden, but through a gate, there was a woodland too. You're not to go through the gate into the woods at night, Mum warmed. Stay in the garden. I need to know where you are. Oh, we'll be fine, Mum, Bella said, as she and Dina chose which blankets, toys and books they would take into the tent, which Mum had put up that morning. It was quite big, dome-shaped, and a cheerful blue colour. There would be plenty of space. The sun set, and after dinner, when the dishes were done, the girls gathered their bedding and slipped into the tent. Oh. It was so much fun. Dina had bought a really cool series of books about some school kids who went to school in a castle and Bella didn't want to put the story down. She'd bought a joke book and so there was a lot of giggling too. Bella was a bit younger than Dina, although generally was more sensible. But she loved a joke. It was exciting to smell the damp night air and hear the birds squawking and calling as they returned to their nests and the wind in the trees. It must have been well after 11 when the lights in the house went out all except for the kitchen light and the girls knew mum had gone to bed and sleepily they settled down the church clock chimed 12 o'clock it was midnight bella tossed and turned in her sleeping bag a pale glow seemed to be coming from the woods was someone there with a torch maybe dina she whispered her cousin stirred sleepily What is it? Dina, wake up! She shook Dina and pointed at the light. Dina looked puzzled. I think we should investigate. Dina agreed, and the pair quietly unzipped the tent and padded towards the end of the garden in their bare feet. Leaning over the fence, they were surprised to see two ponies, ghostly white, giving off an eerie glow. Those aren't normal ponies. They look magical. Bella whispered in awe. I agree, said Dina. Bella held out her hand and one of the ponies ambled over, barely making a noise on the carpet of leaves under her hooves. She daintily nuzzled Bella's hand and allowed herself to be stroked. She's like velvet, feel her, Dina. Dina reached to stroke the pony's nose and ears and seemed to be a little hypnotised. Before Bella could say anything, she'd broken through the gate the better to stroke the pony, who whinnied happily at the attention. (laughs) Don't, Dina, we're not allowed in the woods. But it was too late. The pony bowed her head and Dina grabbed the silky mane and pulled herself onto the pony's back. See, she wants me to ride her. No, Bella hissed. It's a terrible idea, Dina. Dina opened her mouth to say something, but then a tremble came across the wood and a cool wind and then the ponies and Dina disappeared. If Bella thought things couldn't get any more surprising, well, she was mistaken. In the silence that was left, she could hear gentle harp music, and looking down she saw a small, elf-like creature perched on a tree stump, playing his instrument dreamily. He looked abruptly and caught Bella's eye. 
She shouldn't have touched the ponies. No good comes of it. I've seen it before. Where has she gone? Where did the ponies come from? She said bewildered and getting rather frightened, truth be told. Mother Nature takes a short rest at midnight so creatures from the magical realm can, just for a short time, appear to humans. But beware, they will disappear when she wakes and if you are touching them, you'll disappear too. That's what's happened to Dina, gasped Bella. Mother Nature must be waking up. How on earth can I get her back? Well, well, you are lucky I am passing. I could take you back to the magical realm, but it's a risky business. He extended his tiny hand. You'll have to make up your mind quickly, though. We haven't got long. Bella didn't think twice. After all, how could she explain where her cousin had gone to Mum? As she grabbed his hand, the cool wind sprung up again. Swirling leaves whipped around the pair. Bella closed her eyes, and opening them, she found she was in a very different place indeed. Silvery fields stretched and shimmered into the distance. It seemed like there was a glitter in the air, twinkling in the bright light of a sun which was almost white. She could see the pony and Dina whooping in delight as the magical beast cantered away. We'll have to chase her, said the elf whistling to get the attention of another pony, who was minding his own business chomping on the glittering grass. He obligingly trotted over and lowered his neck politely so that Bella and the elf could clamber on his back. And then the race was on. The pony trotted and broke into a canter and a gallop. The winds were smooth and like silk on Bella's cheek and she couldn't help but laugh with exhilaration as they drew alongside Dina. (laughs) Dina, Bella shouted and her cousin looked puzzled and then shook off the dreamy look and patted the pony to slow its place. Where am I? It was as if a spell had broken and all of a sudden she looked afraid. We are in the magical realm, and I'm not sure how we can get back. Mother Nature only falls asleep for a few moments at midnight, and now she's awake. But what on earth are you talking about, said Dina, looking even more perplexed. Oh, it'll take too long to explain. What can we do? The elf chewed his lip thoughtfully. He didn't like seeing humans upset. Well, it's a long shot, but I could try sending Mother Nature back to sleep just for a few moments. My harp music is said to be her favourite, and I know she's been working ever so hard. She might be happy for a top-up nap. The girls begged his help, and so pulling out the instrument, began to play a dreamy tune, rippling shimmering notes lifting on the twinkling wind. The girls found themselves yawning, and then... A cooler wind brushed around them, and the light became brighter and brighter until everything disappeared. Bella opened her eyes against the bright light. She was back in the tent with Dina snoring happily beside her, and the light was now just that of the morning sun. They were back. Perhaps it had all been a dream. Dina yawned and stretched. I had the weirdest dream, she said sleepily. I was uh, riding a magical pony and we had to get this elf to play a harp or something. Uh. How weird is that? Bella was shocked to realise that there was quite a high chance that what had happened was not a dream. But she wasn't sure how to say anything to Dina. Dina had seemed so hypnotised by the magic and had acted so recklessly, Bella was worried what would happen if she tried to see the magical creatures again. So she decided to keep things to herself 
and laughed off the dream, and the girls returned to lounging with books and toys until Mum shouted that she'd made some brunch if anyone was interested after all. Bella did keep a closer eye on the activity in the woods from then on. If the church clock awakened her at midnight, she'd peek out of the bedroom curtains to see if the ponies had returned. And now and then, return they did. But Bella, who, as I have said, was younger but a bit more sensible than her cousin, was just happy to watch them. And she knew better than to get too close, and certainly wouldn't have touched them, however beautiful and magical they were. After all, you couldn't always guarantee a passing elf would be there to get you home, could you? Got an idea for a story? Tell us the title at funkidslive.com forward slash story quest and we could bring your story to life. For a new story each week, make sure you hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss a single episode.